0: Welcome back to Podcast Recovery, everyone. We are your hosts, David O. And Carly R. And today we are joined by our very special
1: guest, Randy. How are you doing today, man? Doing all right. Doing all right. I can't complain, actually. Except for it's daylight savings, so. Yay, an extra hour that we really did nothing to earn. Yes, absolutely. My son did not adhere
0: to it at all. It totally totally fucked him up. His... His schedule is all sorts of off,
1: but anyway, um, where are you from? Uh, so I moved here from Northern California. I moved there from Wisconsin. And I moved there from Anchorage, Alaska, just outside Anchorage. Alaska. Oh, yeah. Wow! River.
0: So you were born yeah. in Anchorage, moved to born Wisconsin. in Anchorage,
1: lived there until I was eighteen. Week after high school, moved to Wisconsin for college. Was there for seven years. Were you a Badger? No. Okay. Uni- is University of Wisconsin, but like. The artsy fartsy school, not Madison. Okay. Um, And from there moved to Tahoe and lived there for five years until Oh, you're
0: bougie. (sighs) You're
1: bougie.
2: Why'd you move to Tahoe? Why
1: not? No, I moved there because I was ready to leave the Midwest. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I called up my best friends, my bandmates, like my dudes and I was like, hey, where the hell do you guys live again? They were like, dude, tahoe you would love it and i was like sweet when's your lease up like, i don't know like two three months i'm like get a bigger house i'll send you money i'm coming they were like nice the fuck
2: yeah <laughs>
1: i was like why not yeah. so yeah lived there for five years then met my the woman that became my wife my baby mama mm-hmm. and moved across country Is she from here? She's from Bowie, dude. She'll cut you.
0: Okay, yes. (laughs) She'll kick your ass. Yes, if you're from Bowie, he will cut people. That is true.
1: So yeah, no, she was born and raised here. Okay.
0: What was she doing in Tahoe?
1: She was on vacation. All right. Yeah. Yeah, we moved fast.
0: I couldn't... I I was like, it was too bougie. It was like I was in an REI commercial. I was like, what is this? It is,
1: and yet there is a... Not bougie
0: side at all. Oh, I'm sure. And I accidentally (laughs) went there when it was like Oktoberfest and I was just like, oh, there are just way too many people here. Yeah. It's terrible. It's a lot. Okay. So now that we have all of
1: that out of there. Yeah, it's a lot.
0: uh, When were you first introduced to recovery?
1: Um, I was first introduced to recovery. It was probably around 2005, 2006 Mm -hmm. on a court order because of a DUI.
0: Okay. Good old nudge from the judge. Good old nudge from the judge. Yep. One yep.
1: of those things where, you know, welcome to your court meeting class. It's a room full of people. Everyone smells like booze. And uh st- I remember when they a started off, they were like Look to your left, look to your right. At least one of you is an alcoholic. And I'm like, These two smell like fucking booze, man. Yeah. Of course they're alcoholics. Yeah. I don't have that problem. I was
0: just speeding in a thirty-five, man.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yes, and I was a bartender at the time too. So, like, the cop oh, pulled go. me over. Had just done like a security check at our bar. Oh. Earlier that night, so when they pulled me over, they're like, "Hey, man, um, we know you. <laughs> hey, do you know exactly how fast you're going?" I was. I had no fucking idea. I got a bunch of drugs on the car. Like, mm-hmm. nope. Gonna park my jeep. Yeah. Why don't you do that? So slept in, a, slept in that comfy little jail cell for the night. Walked back out to my jeep. All my drugs are still there. I was happy. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Didn't take
2: anything. It was and what crazy. state was this in? Uh, this was in <laughs> Truckee, California. Oh, okay, that makes sense.
1: Yeah.
0: And how long have you been clean?
1: So this year, this is crazy for me to actually like verbalize, but in about a month, it will be five years. Fantastic.
0: That's nuts. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's perfect. All right. Well, with all that out of the way, I'm going to turn it over to you to share your story with us. So take it away.
1: Okay. So hey, thanks for having me. It's been fun coming. Um, yeah,
0: fucking. COVID. All right.
1: So going all the way back. So it was funny when I was coming here. My wife was like, "You're going to be sure to talk about like how lucky you are." And the fact that you have an amazing wife, aren't you? I'm like, of course. Yes, absolutely. Um, And, like, so true. So, born and raised just outside Anchorage. There is... Not a lot going on for us in high school as far as like extracurriculars and Mm -hmm. like you know you're pretty well landlocked being up on like the largest peninsula in North Mm -hmm. America. So
0: real quick, yeah. So you lived in the land of the midnight sun. The land of the midnight sun, yes. So how did that? uh, How is that
1: amazing? Really? Like like I miss it now. And when I left, I was like, "Get me the fuck."
0: Because it's what twenty two hours of sunlight.
1: Uh, So down in South Central Alaska, which is where. Here point of reference there's my sticker with the state of Alaska. Okay, so down here is where I live like and yep. in that little cross. you're the close to the
0: close to the knuckle okay. yes.
1: Um that's the most that, is, that it that ever gets to yeah right So the most that it ever gets <laughs> to is about t- 18 to 20 hours at the very most of either darkness or light because it's oh, very Jesus, pol- light, that's bipolar yeah, right? yeah yeah like during the summer I would go camping. And like the sun never really goes away. Yeah, it just like sort the of land of the midnight low. sun. It just yeah. dips below the mountains and back up. So it gets to like twilight. And then during the winter, it's the inverse of that. So yes. like you go to high school, pitch black. You go out to lunch because we had an open campus. You go out to lunch. Ah, it's a little sunny, hopefully. You get done with school, it's fucking dark again. God damn. Oh, so wow. like it's a lot, and like it like seasonal affective disorder really messes with a lot of people. Yes. Um, so, but no, it like looking back on it now, uh, holy crap, what an opportunity! Yeah, and being the spoiled, rotten white kid from, but I couldn't you know, imagine
0: 3 a.m., like being drunk as hell, and you're like, the sun's still out, let's just keep the party going.
1: <laughs> we took, I took my family up there last summer, and my son, at one point in time, it was like 10 o'clock, he is three and a half, four years old at the time we're like trying to go to sleep it's like this bright in the room and he's like daddy can you turn off the light I'm like sorry bro Yeah, nope Nope. can't do it just put your head underneath that pillow and go to sleep big dude good lord yeah it's crazy okay um so first first got into drugs and alcohol when I was probably I remember I first started smoking cigarettes when I was about 14 or 15 Mm -hmm. um Drugs. What was your first drink? (laughs) I knew you were going to ask me that. Um, So, the first beer that I remember having was Achilles Irish Red.
0: That's weird, right?
1: Okay. Very weird. My stepbrother bought a six pack when he was house sitting for somebody, and I got to have it. Yeah, it it was gross at the time. It's gross now. Yeah, to be honest, like I never really developed a taste for it. So yes. Okay. Um, But my like, go-to when we were getting drunk in high school was Yukon Jack permafrost.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. Gross. So gross. gross.
1: So gross. Okay.
2: Is that, like, a malt
1: liquor? No, no. It's Yukon it's it's, it's, Jack schnapps, essentially. Yeah. It's a 100-proof peppermint liquor. <laughs> oh, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, thinking about it now,
0: and, So, like, it's, like, it, it's... Oh,
1: it's yeah, it's the lowbrow
0: version of Rumple mints, basically. <laughs>
2: yeah. mints is, is Christmas in a shot. It's, it's yeah, it's Ooh, terrible. Yeah. It's um, Schnapps so, so that experience. was so that was my jam, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Um and weed has always been like very open in Alaska for the most part, so there mm-hmm. was like a lot of weed, a lot of permafrost, really fun <sighs> campouts. <laughs> Um the group of friends that I was in like we threw like the best parties outside of like the jock parties. Yeah. So I was like in the RT party, choir drama musician mm-hmm. like that little like
0: deceiving amazing group. parties.
1: Yes. Like yeah. people like choir they... and drama parties that Dude, were deceivingly. It was awesome. so funny because people would be like can we come to your party? In Cast parties were the shit. Cast parties Dude, were the absolutely. shit. absolutely. Yeah. You nope. You're a fucking jock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it was it was good times. Um, and when I left there, moved to the Midwest, like huge cultural change. I mean, I remember, so I grew up like smoking big old fluffy nugs. Right? Mm-hmm. Moved to the Midwest. <laughs> and the first time that I like acquired myself some marijuana, the bag that i get is full of stems and seeds and i'm like yeah. the fuck is this yeah I, I can imagine the midwest having no really, i actually very poopoo weed a guy that became like friends of mine we ended up like promoting parties and shit together um he was my first connect in the dorms in college <laughs> and i looked at it i was like uh what is this yeah and he was like um that's weed." and i'm like this is not marijuana yeah it's, it's, <laughs> it's like terrible where are you from and, Story played out from there. He's yep. like, oh, yeah. Good luck, dude. Um. So later, I became that's the really guy why that, you moved to Tahoe. So then I became <laughs> the guy that sold like what I was looking for yep. down the road, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So I was in college. I got my four-year degree in about six years by the skin of my teeth because uh-huh. it was a very fast downward spiral. Uh-huh. Um. But actually, I spent most of my time. I ran a nonprofit drug policy organization. So I.
2: My what? my future what? my future
1: roommate and band member Majid he was the best man at my wedding lovingly called me like king of the hippies in college. Okay, I ran it's called Students for Sensible Drug Policy. We were like step sibling to normal national organizations around okay. marijuana laws. Okay, so I did a lot of work with that with Dance Safe for doing drug testing at raves oh. things like that. Is okay, it coming together. Yes. Um, I was a lobbyist. I was
0: thinking it was like a shell corporation for you selling weed.
2: <laughs> well. <laughs> well.
1: <laughs> um, like, I was a lobbyist at the presidential primaries in Vermont a couple of times. Mm. Amazing party.
2: Okay. Um
1: But, yeah. So, it was really interesting. So, I threw festivals through that. I put a lot of, like, myself into that as well as my extracurriculars music. Um And then graduated eventually. Mm-hmm. So started bartending when I was eighteen. So I was like on the street, mm-hmm. like where all the bars are in college town, yep. Wisconsin. Which if you've ever seen that map of like drunkest counties by state. Yeah like Wisconsin is like that dark, dark blue where it's like everybody is just schnockered all the time. Yeah. Why would you not be? It was there? a perfect place for me to go to college, it's right? Wisconsin. Yeah, exactly. Well, so, l- love all our listeners in Wisconsin. but Dude, I love that state. Yeah. And definitely laid the foundation for uh, <laughs> what I then realized years and years later was my alcoholism, mm-hmm. right? Um, so. Started bartending. I mean, I remember when I finally turned 21. All the other guys on the street that were bartenders were like, "Hey, happy birthday! How old are you?" And I was like, yeah, "I'm 21 now." They're like, "Dude, are you serious?" Mm-hmm. It's like, "Yeah, thanks for the last couple of years. I appreciate you letting me in without asking any questions." <laughs> um, lots of house parties. I mean, the it was, yeah, there was a lot of extracurricular activity in there. I was throwing raves, basement parties, shows, yeah. festivals, all of that stuff, kind of in tandem with that nonprofit organization mm-hmm. and just a group of friends that I ran
2: with. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: so that's where, I mean, oh, my God, the amount of, like, basement chemistry that was going on oh, yeah. in our houses was just insanity they the school likes to try and get people to live on campus for their first couple years i i lasted barely the first year and then i was like i can't live under these rules i got to get out of here Mm -hmm. so i moved into a house with a bunch of older guys and that house was insane
0: so were you actually the guys making acid
1: we did not make acid. Okay. They, there might very well have been. Um, I've always wondered like, that. I'm like, who's making this shit? Someone
2: made
1: LSA probably. In that yes. Business. Yeah. Yes. There was LSA. There was GHL. There's GHB. There was 3-4-butendial. There was pill presses. There was other things. Um,
0: over my head. Okay. Um,
1: what's the. I'm you, I'm right there you, you take over, Eric. You got That's this. Yeah. Was it Aeroids?
2: Erwin,
1: yeah, dude, Erwin, it's, yes, of course, yes. So, yes. They're not, now it's just What are they talking about?
2: But, yeah, yeah, back in the day, it was Erwin.
1: Think like Silk Road before Silk Road. Okay. And like, it's just this repository, Wikipedia, for drug geeks. Yeah. It's a pretty
2: cool site.
1: It's. I mean, it honestly probably saved anybody my life listening to this point, don't go to that website. Do not. Well,
2: don't, well, not, it helps you though yeah. understand. Use responsibly the if you are. are. Yeah. Okay. Nice. All right, it's not like fair. oh, I'm just gonna take this random pill. And right. It's like oh, I'm about to go on this journey. I have no idea. We were, like, let's see how this journey is. That's how happen. I
1: played my life, and you I know didn't, what? It turned out <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I didn't drink for probably a year during that period because we were manufacturing GHB, and you don't mix yeah. GHB with booze, which we would have not maybe have known if we didn't do some research. Okay.
2: Right? I don't you know what GHB is. It's it not is just the... a date rate chemical. No. No. It's also used within the dance scene. <laughs> right. It's
0: true though. It it is. It's true. It's Dude, like, it's, it's the, the most yeah. amazing. The like, one woman in the room is very uncomfortable to, right now.
2: To dance. Keep, like, it's, it gives and them, like, then yes. lead to. We uh, watch Letterken. No. So
1: if you drink alcohol with it, I've been roofied. I've been roofied before.
2: Well you're oh such my a good looking guy.
1: Yeah, it probably wasn't to get me. Um <laughs> the story of that evening is drink for from another the time. Girl
2: tech,
1: you um you no, start? it was in Reno when I lived there. Um That makes sense. Con- <laughs> right, just say it's in I Reno. Roofied in Reno. Um, yep. Fair enough. Yep. So it's it gives you like a really good euphoric, like gets rid of all your inhibitions, but then if you put any alcohol with it at all, like it will just totally I felt like I got hit by a train for. Two Everybody,
0: minutes. don't do drugs. This no, is don't. Don't do drugs. It's
1: terrible. Yes, terrible. And if you're not one of. Yeah. My people just use responsibly. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I don't even remember where I was. Okay, so Wisconsin. You're seven off. years, six years to get a four-year degree. Off-campus housing. Off-campus housing, just insanity. Um, drug, finally, drug factory. Okay. Finally, graduated, and. Went to the place where I bartended during the summers, and that's where I made that phone call of, like, hey, where do you guys live now? Like, I'm over the Midwest, mm-hmm. it's time to go.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Moved to Northern California, um, amazing, and mm-hmm. that's where like my unmanageability, like with alcohol, definitely took over. Um, now I can identify my unmanageability around like weed and a everything else mm-hmm. um but that's where like that's where I got my first DUI mm-hmm. that's where I got my first violation of probation mm-hmm. that's right like that's where I had a lot of those like the oh, consequences yeah yep. the consequences totally caught up yep. um so let's see met my wife when she was there on vacation I ran like an art gallery and we had the x games going on at the resort okay And it was great. Common gave a concert like from where you are to me, like 20 feet away from my art gallery. So we just hung out in there and like partied our faces off. Yeah. And then I go to leave the resort and it's like one lane traffic in and out of the resort. And it was Mm -hmm. insanity. So I'm like, screw this. I'll go get a beer. Met my wife at that bar. Two months later, I show up in Maryland. Nice. Yeah, we move fast. Mm -hmm. Um, Fast forward. Until, well, so we moved to like old historic elegant city. We lived right on Main Street, mm-hmm. right in between Judge's Bench and Lava Lava's. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, so okay, everybody's <laughs> eyes just got really yeah, big. Where yep. No, it is. Or that road? Where you it's on right road. on the corner of Hill Street. So there's like it used to be a State Farm agency downstairs, then upstairs yep. there's apartments. I had one of those okay. with my. Wife.
0: What year is this?
1: Uh, this would have been twenty. Oh God, twenty eleven. Okay, all right. That's still in my wheelhouse. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so I spent the next few years bartending, running hey, bars. Where? In uh, London City. Yeah, Diamondback. No. Portales. I helped open Pure Wine Cafe. Yeah, I was a total hill rat for a long time. You definitely served me. Oh yeah, uh, definitely, definitely, definitely served, over me served me as well. Probably everybody in this yeah. room. Nice. Um and I was so wasted all of the time that there's no way that I would absolutely remember it. Yeah. Um. No. So yeah, lots of. I mean, I was oh, wow. I I was like the way that I look at it was I was like hosting the party every night, right? Mm-hmm. So of course I have to partake in it all. Yeah. Um.
2: Well, I got a question yeah. now. Okay. yeah So would. I'm good. trying to figure this out. Would you say that your using led to your choices of jobs or your job choices like fueled your using? Mm. Mm, that's a fantastic That is a really question. good one. Yeah. That's, that's a chicken and, and the I'm egg. I'm putting um, this in here now. Because yeah, no, that's yeah, fantastic. No, 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 fantastic. no.
1: And like, please do like, I like the conversational style. Um, so for me, it was easy for me, like, your eyes got all big when I was like, I moved from here to here to here to here to here. Mm -hmm. I was a bartender. I could move anywhere and get a job in days. Mm -hmm. And I was a very highly functioning drunk. Mm -hmm. Like I remember before it became unmanageable. Mm -hmm. I remember my Majeed, one of my best friends look at me and he was like, how are you standing so straight and not even like stumbling or slurring right now? And I'm like, I don't know, dude, I'm shit-faced. I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, but you hold it together so well. I'm like, practice? Um, So I don't know. That's All that permafrost. Yeah, right? It (laughs) tempered my nerves. Exactly. Um, I don't know. That's a really good question. I would say that it fueled probably, like, my disease. Mm -hmm. And it was just easy for me to develop a case of the fuck it. it's like fuck you guys i'm gonna go get a job over at this other place mm. to just be able to continue yeah. like perpetuate the cycle
2: mm.
1: okay. good question yeah. um, so let's see it was years of bartending playing in bands a lot of blow a lot of pills a lot of everything Mm -hmm. Um, but finally in 2015 my 35th birthday is when I had my last drink Mm -hmm. Um, I had just come back from a vacation to the Outer Banks for the first time with my wife and her parents and like the Mm in-laws and I drank I don't know a bottle of vodka to case of beer don't even really know with the band that we went to go and see who then like became my best friends and it ended up getting extremely inappropriate with another woman on the dance floor at the bar that we're all hanging out at afterwards i remember spots of it Mm -hmm. right um i remember waking up the next morning and immediately going Oh, why do I feel like shit? And not just like physically, but like mm-hmm. emotionally. <laughs> something like, happened. Yeah, I happening. am a walking piece of shit and I don't mm-hmm. know why. Mm-hmm. It was within a month after that that I had my last drink. Mm-hmm. Um, so I immediately identified that that was the problem. Now, what happened after that was my drug abuse just exponentially skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. And for the next. 24 months it was just a flurry of everything uh-huh. um i worked with a couple of other sober people people in recovery whatever and we were actually talking about this the other day and he was like wait what your you like drug and choice i was like oh i don't have one he's like well hold on and i was like it's more
2: uh-huh.
1: like it's yes please oh only one like give me three like yep it's it's more that that's like my thing uh-huh. um I remember the first time that I kicked it was right after I had, I had back surgery at some point in time during all this. And yeah, they had me on four different kinds of opiates. Good Lord. A nerve blocker, any of the oxyhydro like combinations you can get. Like there's like, I never got into IV drug use. I would smoke it or snort it or do anything like that. Mm -hmm. Right. So IV use was not my jam. Um, But I remember my wife kicked me into our guest bedroom at our first house that is in Catonsville. And I remember very distinctly, like, kicking her out of the room when she was trying to bring... My mom was on the phone. She still lives up in Eagle River. And she brought me the phone. And I remember something to the effect of, like, unless you bring me pills, fuck you. Like, get the fuck out. Yeah. Like, it was... And I was like, God, I got this like weird flu starting, and then it was just seventy-two hours of hot, cold, puke, mm-hmm. just the mess, right? Yes, yeah. straight up kicking cold turkey after years of opiates. Um, oh. So I swore off on pills, and then so twenty fifteen, stopped drinking. Then I start having more back issues. I've got like pinched n- nerves in my arm or in my like cervical area of my spine that affect my mm-hmm. right arm. So like I'm a percussionist, so that kinda kills that. Yep. So I say, you know what would make this feel better, let's go get some pills from the doctor, because I can like talk a doctor into pretty much anything. Yeah. So at the tail end of all that, after I convinced them that I had all this nerve pain, I'd also previously convinced them that I had horrible anxiety and my adult onset ADHD had been just ru- mm. ruining my life, yep. right? Because like I've done this before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. It sounds um, like an Adderall situation. Um, so at the end, it was about 300 milligrams of Adderall a day, 12 milligrams of benzos a day, Oh. and. However, many like Vicodin pills I can squeeze in there. Oh, dude, the fact that I still oh, have I... like my own heart is amazing. It yeah, didn't explode. Like I told, oh my god, I told That's somebody a... recently like those numbers, and they were like, "Holy shit, how's your heart?" Now I'm like amazingly well. Yeah, considering like the workout it got every day, not of its own desire. Yeah. Um, so. My well, the opiates, opiates would just smooth everything out.
2: Oh yeah, so <laughs> that's why you got the benzos. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah exactly. so when I went,
1: so when I went to treatment, right? Because treatment is my story. Um, and we're all like sharing our war stories or whatever. Yeah. They were like, "All right, so what are you in here for?" And I was like, "I laid it all out." And they looked at me. They're like, "Holy shit, you were fucking invincible!" I was like, "Yeah." Kind of like a happy-go-lucky Superman that can just like not feel any pain. Mm-hmm. Um. You're Deadpool. Super chill. Yes. You're Deadpool. There you go. Um, yeah. Less Re- lethal Deadpool. Rehab is is in my story. Um, my like moment of absolute like something's got to change happened right after my son's first birthday party mm-hmm. where I got busted stealing pills out of my sister-in-law's purse.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Not the first time, but God willing, the last. Yeah. Um, and then I made the commitment to my wife that I would do something about it and like any good drug addict I stretched that out for a couple of weeks until I found a place that took our insurance and had a bed for me which I even had to like dope fiend them because I was like no I can't come in Tuesday at 2 how about Wednesday at 6 can I get that one extra day Uh of using yeah So, my clean date is actually the day after my last day of tritation off of the benzos. Mm -hmm. And the entire time I was there, this one one took me a while to really get. The entire time that I was there, I was in the Detox ward because they were afraid that I was going to seize out and die.
0: Yeah, benzos will kill you. Yes.
1: And I didn't get that at first. I just thought that they liked my charming fucking disposition and personality. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. So I'm like, oh, they see me for morning meds, nighttime meds, and I'm just warming up. Like I'm fucking Randy. No, it was because they were worried that I was going to fucking
2: die. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and when I like finally put that together, because like I mean, it took me six years to get a four year degree. Like I'm not the sharpest tool in the cookie box. Mm-hmm. So when I put it all together, I was like,
0: who has oh, a box I'm of sure. cookies? Cookie Did jar. Drugs, I just drove
1: past like an entire table full of Girl Scouts set up down. On Main Street in Caden'sville.
0: Well, street, I know so. what I'm doing after this <laughs> podcast.
1: i going to
0: get me some coconutties.
1: Sorry. So, you're good. Um, yeah. So, I was in detox the entire time that I was there. And mm-hmm. thank God for it. Because, like, it was that, like, gift of desperation towards the end. Where I was like, I'm going to lose everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And from the outside, everything looked great. I was having my most successful business year ever. And on the inside... I was sleeping like three, maybe hours a night, four hours a night, abusing the shit out of pills. Mm -hmm. The other twenty-one hours of the day, Mm -hmm. and just my personal life was just in shambles.
0: You slept every night. There were. (laughs) I I was like Eric is paying. I was like, this is totally Eric's. That's that's where (laughs) a lot
1: of the uh, that's where the benzos and the opiates helped out, right?
2: So I I I would prefer to optimize time. (laughs) More like a two days up one day down. yeah I couldn't
1: but with the newborn baby it was That's hard a to do That's a yeah so my yeah. son was one and it kills me because like one of my favorite pictures of the two of us is when I was at my absolute like worst oh. mm-hmm. um, but it's like I have an H I commitment and I just shared about it last time that I held it um, but I still love the hell out of that picture because like it reminds me every damn time
0: mm-hmm Yeah.
1: Fucking kills me. Um, So, yeah. Got back home and, like, I think that I caught a meeting on my drive home from rehab. Oh, because I drove myself to rehab. Of course. Which they love. Yes. Didn't find any drugs in the car. I was like, because, you know, they're like, do you want to search your car before you leave? I'm like, that might be a good idea just because I don't know what's in there. Mm -hmm. But, of course, there was nothing in there. I'd taken it all. Like, as I'm walking into their, like, intake yes. room. Oh, I was I so... Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember the first few days there. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So, clean day. It's my first day off of my tritation from <laughs> all the benzos that I was ingesting Good. freely.
0: Sir, I dropped the technology. Oh, don't break shit. No. Nope.
1: Um. Yeah so that's my story
0: all right where have you been since then
1: where have i been since then
0: yeah recovery wise
1: um so when i first like put roots down it was here on the west side lost and found was my home group for the first three years i think Mm -hmm. i celebrated three anniversaries there um And then we were, my wife was pregnant again. We were, our family was growing. So it was time to like start looking for houses elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is what's funny. I was telling somebody about this just the other day. So like we talked about like my higher, you know, our higher powers, right? Mm -hmm. So my God has a sense of humor that makes me go like, oh, fuck you. I see you. Um, I got asked to share at a meeting up in Finksburg, Saturday night Finksburg meeting. Attitude of gratitude. Yes, attitude of gratitude. So I got asked to share there. And I was like, where the hell is this? Like, I know Westminster. I know Mills. There's something in between there? Yes. All right. So I go there. And then that next Tuesday, so three days later, this house comes on the market and I immediately go there. Like, I'm calling my wife as I'm driving there. I'm like, hey, this place just came up. I don't know. It's in Mm Thanksburg. That sounds familiar, but I don't know. So as I'm driving to go and look at this house, like I passed that church. I passed Mount Zion. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, you son of a bitch. I see you. God, we live within half a mile from there. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And yeah, it's now our home. Like I showed up and like the homeowner Mm -hmm. was there. Her family had all moved out. She's like fighting with closet doors. And I'm like, do you want me to take a break? And like, just give me a little tour. She's like, well, your clients are probably here. I'm like, it's for me. She's like, Oh, all right, sure, come on. And she's just this little, we, we still keep in a little bit of touch. She's a little crazy herbalist, crunchy granola. She's my people. <laughs> um, so, which worked out, you know, it worked out really well. And then, you know, as we were here, I was like, I'm probably going to buy your house, just so you know.
2: She's mm-hmm. like,
1: I think you'd like it. Um, got a sponsor. Got a home group? Actually, I don't have a home group. I just like removed myself from my home group last night. Gave up my service position because mm-hmm. schedule-wise, I gotta change it. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't work for me to have a weekend evening home group mm-hmm. to be actually. Where you fun at? Fun attitude of gratitude. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've been there since I left Lost and Found. Mm-hmm. Um, and been slacking on my steps for the last couple of years. And uh, other than that, I've got a service position. I help pick people up if they need a ride. Like mm-hmm. I still make it do at least one, if not two meetings per week. Mm-hmm. Um, like if I don't, shit just gets weird. Like the wheels of my life start to wobble. Yep. The death wobbles and skateboarding. Yep. Right? Like going too fast. <laughs> I gotta slow my shit down. Yep. Um. Yeah, man. No.
0: All right. That's well, it. We definitely have some questions That's for good you because
1: I can't think of anything else. Good. Um, <laughs> would you like to go first?
2: I already went in the middle. You oh, did. Go. I like how you, liked you sniped first. him on that. Nice, Dude, fantastic. You.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I know you talked about like the the event before you quit drinking, where you yes. felt like the ultimate piece of shit. Yes. Um. Was there a time before that, or when did you realize? Because you talked about your story, your life of the party, blah blah blah, yeah. this and that, from here and there. Uh so when did you realize it wasn't fun anymore? Um Was it that night or was No no
1: it I think that it like alcohol had become such an ingrained part of my life that I didn't even I wasn't able to separate like was it fun anymore from not.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean it was legit like Six beers and half a bottle of vodka a night for a long time. Like, we kept a bottle of Tito's in the freezer. Mm I don't think my wife realizes how often I got a new bottle. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it was, oh, yeah, I'm going to go and uh, stir the soup. (laughs) Yeah. (coughs) God, she always told me, your breath just stinks so bad. I'm like, I know, it's so weird. (laughs) I would chew gum all the time I would brush my teeth like that was always like my tell that I couldn't do anything about Mm -hmm. um my uncle so growing up my my uncle Jimmy is my most similar family member right Mm -hmm. like I always heard stories about Uncle Jimmy Mm -hmm. turns out me and Uncle Jimmy have a lot in common you know what I mean um so i had always heard, like, the comparison between, like, God, you remind me so much of Jimmy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, I don't know if that's a good thing right now. Yeah. Jimmy's <laughs> um, awesome.
0: Yeah.
2: I thought he was awesome. He was yeah. super
1: fun. Yeah. When he was around. Yep. Then he would disappear for a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, he just slipped up, but he's doing well. I think he's got a couple years again. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if I was able to ever really separate it. What I will say, it was just the way. Yeah, it was just the way that I lived. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I made the drive from Diamondback Tavern right to Paradise where I lived. It's amazing. I never hurt anyone, anything, or like caused any major accidents. Because I was... That was
0: some of the scariest shit. Yeah, where you'd like... you You'd pull up in the, down, yeah, out the Window down. yeah, out You'd pull up in the driveway and you're like, how the fuck did I oh, just get here? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of times where I was like, holy shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How did I just make it home? Yeah. So, like, somebody was looking out for me. I don't know who, but like, without harming anybody, seriously, except for myself, like, that's amazing. Yeah. So... Yeah, I don't know. It's just the way
2: that I lived.
0: Yeah, what you got, Carly?
2: Um, so you're coming up on five years. I will be yeah. five years in February. Yeah, dude. And I'm kind of in this place where I'm like complacent and really Thank having you. a hard time. So I want to know is how do you keep things fresh? Okay, in so your recovery?
1: That was part of me needing to like change home groups. Was I? was just, just a little eh. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. I need to get to a home group that's not just an open format speaker meeting type of joint. I need to get in, do some, like, actual literature study. Um, it's hard. Mm-hmm. And then, like, changing areas, like, midway through that, like, having to reestablish a network and stuff like that, like, that was really hard. I actually really struggled with that. And luckily, I'm only, like, 25, 30 minutes yeah. away. So I'm like, oh, I can come back. Um but it was really hard for me. So I am totally in that complete. You heard me say it. I haven't picked up my step work really, honestly, in a couple of years. Not proud of it, but it's honest, and I put it out there. Um, but I do, like, a lot of reflection about, like, where I'm at. What am I doing? How am I acting? Mm-hmm. Do I talk to my sponsors as much as I should? No. And do I talk to him about all the big shit? Absolutely.
0: Who is your sponsor?
1: Chip. Oh. Yeah. Your honor. Yeah um so and we keep it i mean we keep it like one step a year it's kind of like our track record Mm -hmm. i'm on three i've been on three since my third year Mm -hmm. um and yet i I've, i've made it a point to like really reflect on who i am where i'm at like how am i behaving like what's going on but it's hard like I feel like a lot of us get to that point where it's like between year four or five, some six, sometimes like it's just kind of mm-hmm. like, eh. yeah. right now I eat like a lot you know. of my feelings. I'm like mm-hmm. 25 pounds heavy, mm-hmm. which is funny. Cause like when I checked into rehab, I was at 150 something pounds. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, dude. Yeah. So skinny. <laughs> so skinny. Um, and I'm, I'm five, like, So that's kind of.
0: Exhausting. Yeah. But you're not like <laughs>
1: six, two. That's true. That's a good point. I'm <laughs> That's a big difference. Yeah, big difference. Um, so, you know, I have to watch for, like, how else my addiction shows up. Like, my obsessing shows mm-hmm. up.
2: Which would be you my just, next question. I was <laughs> going to say, you just give me, like, that smile. I was like, and
1: that's where you're going now? Yeah. No, that's
2: yeah. one of my questions every time is, how has your addiction manifested itself
1: in recovery? Um, so, I've... Within the last three years, quit smoking, quit vaping, quit chewing nicotine gum. Ugh. Dude, nicotine was okay. so hard to get rid of. Don't fucking look at me, Eric. So now I chew like... Piece of shit. Dude, I buy cases of trident gum at Costco once a week.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: I just did cold turkey. That was the only way oh, I, I just did a cold turkey. I don't know. It's your way. That was your way. I know. the only right. way. You're, you're MC right. MC's trying right now with nicotine packs. It's really hard. It's no. fucking hard. I it's really I hard. Even um, Tara, I'm not planning on it. I know. Tara, who just
1: <laughs> left, she and I were at her new home group, I'm pretty sure. And I was like cracking through nicotine gum. And she's like, does it actually do anything? Does it actually help? I'm like, oh my God. I was vaping my face off. Yeah. Because, oh, I can do this anywhere and it doesn't uh-huh. leave a stench and a smell. Like, how? I'm a really good addict. How much do you think I was spending on fucking vape juice? Yeah. Oh,
2: during the Oh, night. my God. Oh, are you yeah. building your own mods and shit, too? That no, I never got good.
1: that. I never got that obsessive about it. But like, but you never even smoked cigarettes, uh-uh. dude. What? No, she didn't smoke cigarettes.
2: <laughs> Why? Why are you vaping? She's a good this athlete. is So
1: this is the problem what with...
2: the fuck is I right? didn't know what I was talking about. It? No! You didn't know that, dude? Yeah. She never I put down the there. alcohol and the drugs and picked up the vape. Yep. <laughs>
1: oh. I know. But that's time for another meeting. Um, <laughs>
2: and I, like, I fine. needed to be able it's to fine. feel don't, something and somewhere... Don't take somewhere... bullshit. No, he's now making me feel really bad. I'm just... When I was, zero, went backwards. I. You, <laughs> shut I up. did not you shut up she did not go backwards I did not go backwards
1: look here's the thing if that's Maybe I if did, that's but crutch, I went like
2: five steps forward and one step back yes, yes. if that's
1: your thing dude well, props I mean, to you
2: like middle school and high school kids start with jewel now I mean yes so. exactly not yeah. that I never tried cigarettes but it was just not my yeah. thing it's fair yeah. and when I your started going to meetings I am yeah, because sure I know it's a problem that I, I need I, to stop
1: Look, at least you're not where I was. I had a pack of snus or two in my lip, plus was vaping at the same time. Ew.
2: I did, I did like the camel snus. Oh, so I did that. Those for a were minute. those
1: were decent. They break they break apart too easy. And like I'm like, who called me bougie? Is it you? I called you bougie. You lived in Dude, Tahoe. No, like so it's funny because like I'm it's totally like what I'm like the perfect white collar addict. Right? Like, ooh, it breaks apart in my lip too much. Like, I'm going to throw it away. I'm going to spit it out. Well, Tell me you're I, not
0: a white collar I, addict. I 100%. I'm not, Absolutely. I, I,
2: I mean, look at me. I I'm
1: wearing back to A literal
2: dress shirt right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, no, those broke apart in my lip too much. So I had to switch over to, I don't even know who the hell it was. School, uh,
2: maybe? I don't know. Yeah.
1: General's a good one from Gross. But, Yeah, so...
2: Did you ever do snuff?
1: No. No. Okay. No.
0: That's, that's snort. Not, that's not snorting I mean, tobacco. Yes. Yeah, no. Super fine powder. Yeah. Or like yeah, like nicotine salts and shit like that. There no, is it's fucking
2: nicotine salt pouches. I yeah.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: I, I used those when I was like trying to because they just tore my lips and my gums all the way up. Because I, like any good addict, was going nonstop. Just like all day there was something in my lip.
2: So yeah. Gross. That has to be weird, like, because I, when I was doing like vaping and smoking, <laughs> you get like so much nicotine. Yes. But if you're like, all right, I'm gonna chew the gum, I'm gonna like vape. I got my snus, I got my cigarettes. It's like you probably are just like, oh, I just, felt like you're it's vibrating. You're just
1: vibrating yes. constantly. It's pretty. There were moments where I was like, why do I feel like I'm gonna puke and I'm sweating? This is <laughs> yeah. Oh, because I just have two snus pouches plus vaped, and now I'm having a cigarette.
0: Okay. It's okay. Much. So, how else has addiction um, manifested? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Moving on from the so, gross nicotine conversation.
1: It is my work-life balance. Like there is no balance to it. And, like I, I think the balance is kind of like a lie anyway. Um, it's about like counterbalance, really. So mm. there's that. Uh,
0: there it always is...
2: hits me with balance as verb. For-
0: balance is an action word. it's it is not a plateau that you're just like oh no but i'm here but
1: think about it you're really talking about counterbalance
0: well it's balance
1: itself like stasis it's not possible so you're talking about counterbalance
0: well it's not counterbalance it's still fine your lexicon sir well no balance is no counterbalance is
1: just no i I, yeah i was excited (laughs) for this
0: no 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 no. i'm i'm using the vernacular perfectly it's it is semantics, exactly, because balance is still, it, it's still yes. the verb of I am balancing.
1: But a it's just like definition is... It's
0: But it's just like how Einstein proved that you can't ride a bicycle in a straight line. Mm-hmm. You're always but, going left exactly. or right. Exactly, like, there is no true straight. Yeah, there is no true yes. straight. So, it, it's the exact same thing. Take off, Tato. Fucking science.
2: <laughs> All right, back, fucking back again. Fucking out me on my <laughs> podcast, motherfucker. Back again to... Yes. How has it manifested itself? Yes.
1: <laughs> um, we will rate Thank I you mean, for I mean, yeah, there is work life, and then what yeah, else? food is a big thing for me. Like, yeah, food is great. Yeah, food Food's is great. great, and like, I definitely have issues around it. Um,
0: I don't care. I will use food.
1: I, like, I—that is something I have not addressed. So it's
2: yeah. Look at
1: you. You <laughs> <laughs> can do that. I. I and nothing happens. Yeah, you have the metabolism of nineteen-year-old Randy. Uh. 42-year-old Randy. If, no, if, I, if I'm feeling <laughs> shitty, I will <laughs> go get some it. good food to feel better. No, and no, I, mean, I told totally, like, there is that place and time and yeah, that box of Girl Scout cookies. Sorry, it will be gone by 2 o'clock.
0: Yes. What'd you get? Nothing yet. Oh, okay. What's your favorite I'll type of Girl Scout cookie?
1: Um, They are... They're now called the Caramel Delights, I'm Yes. think. Samoas. Yep, Samoas.
0: Yep. Yep. Best. What about you? You Thin Mint? You're a thin she mint probably manager. is a Thin
2: Mint. I do like Thin Mints, but I also...
0: The peanut
2: butters? Do-si- they're not called Dose. I know anymore. they changed their. But yeah, they they're just baggers. like the peanut butter cookies. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Not the chocolate. But now belongs. there's,
2: no. No. Yeah. Which are tagalongs? Tagalongs. Yeah. Um, I buy Girl Scout cookies every year because my because they're fucking amazing. Well, my man, students yeah. get me, and then I buy. Yeah, I exactly. buy a box from everyone. Yeah. Of course. Yep. Um, you?
0: you're a thin Men guy, I, aren't you? Thin Men, Yeah. And you put them in the freezer. They do
2: have new ones. They have lemon they ones. They Oh, I know. Yeah. Those are good. They have
0: s'mores. The s'mores I and thought were overrated. And they came out with
2: something, a salted caramel, I think.
0: Decent. Not interested. Not interested. The lemons are very. Salted good.
1: caramel, like love that flavor profile, but like, eh. They yeah. didn't do it. For I tried the
0: s'mores, overrated. The lemons are fantastic. The
2: lemons are fantastic.
0: Okay, um, moving
2: on. I think yeah. I have a Question. So I'll just hand it over to you. All right. Timing.
0: Um. Ba-ba-ba. All right. This fantastic. is a big. This is now I got a big question. All right. <laughs> so you said you were a lobbyist for? Yes uh drug our causes are dr- causes yeah so what is your opinion on america's drug
1: policy oh god it's a train wreck uh-huh it's a horrible train wreck so i am <sighs> okay i'm all about harm reduction
2: mm-hmm.
1: absolutely Whether that leads us down to safe injection sites, which I do think should be accessible to everybody, Mm -hmm. which leads us down to, like, drug testing. I do believe that it should be available to you. Mm -hmm. Um, But, no, it's a horrible, horrible, horrible... The machine that is currently in place around the corporations that run our prison systems Mm -hmm. is...
0: It's, It's... It's... Bought and sold by nonviolent drug offenders. So
1: yeah, no, hundred um, percent. Sodexo, who is the main food cafeteria service and supplier for mm-hmm. most of the universities and colleges in America, and yep. also the jail system. Mm-hmm. Um, like the amount of sway that they have and that they can like, it is horribly corrupt. I mean. You take a look at our country and like, look, look, I'm blessed as fuck. I'm a white dude in America. Okay? Yes. Um, and the public health care system, our public criminal institutions, our, like all of this stuff is just so fucked. And yet, like, how do we fix it? Where do we go? How so, yeah, so what, that was, you know what, what's what I mean? your answer? Um, I what, don't what's have a, one.
0: What's your opinion?
1: I don't have one. I don't have a solution to it. My opinion on which topic?
0: On I'm, here, I'll give you mine. Mine is legalize everything, just like that. Just like so, you're uh, going Netherlands style. You're
1: going Portugal, like Portugal, Portugal yes. style. Yeah,
0: and you and you see, uh,
1: I think that would actually usage. be beneficial because yes, yeah, you will see well, you, usage. You, go see, you, down. you, you know, see usage you, go you, know, down. You because know, see because you everybody deaths is trying to stomp, go down. Yep, because everybody is stomping on everything to get it to yeah. a place where it's still mm-hmm. profitable. Exactly. Now
2: you're shit, that's not. Like, dude, okay, I need
0: to you're talk ta- about you're, ta- this. you're taking cartels out of the situation. You're taking so like you're, you're taking a global, uh, violent, mm-hmm. uh, epidemic
1: of a problem, and you're and you're undercutting it. So here's the deal: I've gone to two funerals in the last two weeks, and another dude died yesterday mm-hmm. because of direct results from like I believe in the disease model, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, one was alcohol-related, the other two as a result of drug use and abuse. Mm-hmm. Do I feel like those could have been prevented? A hundred fucking percent. Yep. Especially, like, alcohol, is, that's the scariest one because, like, it is such a thing in our culture. It's so incredible. And and like, am not On earth. Yeah, I'm yep. not quiet about, like, my recovery journey, mm-hmm. right? Like, I put my shit out there on yep. the Instagram and the Facebooks and all that crap. Um To the point where I have people I actually reach out about stuff when I like post my anniversaries or Mm -hmm. stupid memes. (laughs) I love recovery memes. Love recovery Um, memes. But I had somebody just recently reach out. She was like, dude, I'm so proud of you. I've been trying myself. Do do I think she has a problem? No, she's just trying to live a healthier lifestyle. Mm -hmm. But it's so ingrained in everything. She's like, she's a huge live music Mm -hmm. advocate and whatever. So. She's like, it's so fucking hard. How did you do it? I was like, well, I didn't perform for the almost year after I quit drinking
2: mm-hmm.
1: because I couldn't n- not have a fucking anxiety attack before I walked up to the microphone. Yeah. like It was just impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you go the Portugal route and you just legalize it all, I believe that that actually leads to... Look, it's gonna get a little sloppy there for a minute, mm-hmm. but then it's gonna straighten out, and everybody's gonna find like, ooh, yeah, this works, this doesn't work. Like, well, I, I believe th- that that's the better way to go.
0: Yeah, and I think deaths ultimately will, yes. will those will drop yeah. I mean, very fast.
2: No. No. Like, no. You know? like, that's the thing. Heroin that's is still heroin. Yeah, that's what like,
0: <laughs> the, sh- the straight people have always thought, that like, oh, if you legalize heroin, everybody's gonna do it. No, Betty next door, who, like, she's not just like, oh, well, heroin's legal. I think I'll go exactly. pick it up the fucking- <laughs> excuse, out. Out. excuse me,
1: excuse <laughs> me, <laughs> do you have any crack?
0: <laughs> yeah, like that shit's not going to happen.
2: No. like It would be hilarious in like, a 75-year-old- <laughs> Yeah. Audience, yeah
0: like,
2: do you oh. have oh. any, any... meth? can i get some where's your choice sir can i get some charlie please
1: (laughs) yeah um so i do feel like that would be a better route for our country to go long term do i feel like that is at all feasible for our country no unfortunately i don't
0: nope nope i don't either and uh um finally uh last question what has been your amends process to your amazing wife because you drug her through some shit. I and totally clearly drug her still through
1: here. the mm-hmm. shit. Not mm-hmm. just some shit, like the shit. Yeah. Um, it is definitely the living amends. Mm-hmm. Um, does she still tell me that I do not tell her enough? Of course. Yeah. Um, and Cause like, it's, it's one of those things where, like, look, I will, I do my absolute best. Like, we were talking about, like, work-life balance earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Um that we have two kids and like a dozen animals. I try my absolute best, right? So, how's that for? Do you have my chickens too? We, we detect- do. You do. do have chickens. We Two do. straight yep. people with chickens. Um, Tara and I, we actually got chickens right around the same time. Okay. I helped them buy their house. It was an amazing I, was, I thought you were going with
0: chickens. No, I thought that was going to no, be no, the no, end but of that We started sentence. doing
1: the research at the same time, and that's when it, like, I linked up Tara and my wife. I was like, chicken ladies. Nice. Take over <laughs> it for
0: makes me. Sense, there you go. Yeah. Yeah,
2: have your own
0: chickens. You have some You have some space here, chickens?
2: I do not want chickens. No, your yeah. dogs are terrible. they part. disgusting, yes.
1: disgusting animals.
2: Oh, Tara yes. had other things to say about the chickens. Yeah, she loves her
1: chickens. Oh, no, I love them. They're kind to of To a point. They're kind of cute. We have like three. I'll show you pictures after. Um, but it's definitely been more on the living events and just showing up and actually being involved in my family's life. Uh-huh. In a much much greater role like she she opened up a daycare when our son was born oh, so sweet. she ran that up until this spring
2: mm-hmm.
1: the summer no it was right around june she just recently closed that out so now i'm like the sole income earner for our family so that mm-hmm. she could be a mom yeah so I try to compensate by giving her the life that she really desires mm-hmm. because I was really a net loss to our family unit for a very long time. Yeah. Um, so it's just all about in like how do I show up? What little things do I do? Like bring her coffee every morning when we get up and that type oh. of like yeah, I know that type of like I'm adorable, not even cute that good. Um, I'm terrible. But ever. I Besides I don't think that words can ever like make it could move the needle out like the crap that I did. No. Like, at all.
2: No. Huh?
1: So, yeah. Yeah. I just show up, man. It's yeah. totally different now.
0: Yeah. It's cool. Good. All right. Well, we would like to thank you for joining us today. Thank you. <laughs> so, we're going to give you a quick minute to talk to anybody out there who's struggling, He's to hear a message, hope. what do you have to say to that
1: person? Um... After using hard for 24 years, if I can make it to where I am today, absolutely anybody can. Mm-hmm. Like if I take a look at where I was personally to where I am now, oh shit, that's... Give yourself a damn chance. Go easy on yourself when you need to. Be hard on yourself when you need to. But most of all, like, give yourself a break. And you have to do it for you. Like, There's no way that I could have actually maintained my recovery by putting anybody or anything else first. But when I made a commitment to my recovery, it had to be for me. It couldn't be for my son. It couldn't be for my wife. It couldn't be just so that I don't lose my house. Mm-hmm. It couldn't be for any of that shit. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. Fantastic. Well, thank you again. Thanks. And here at Podcast Recovery, we are aiming to expand the scope of support for recovering addicts. Accessibility and convenience of helpful services is paramount to combating addiction. We work to bring the message of recovery to every addict wherever and whenever it is needed. We believe that a powerful voice of recovery should be obtainable, practical, and at the touch of a button. Every addict deserves to hear a message of hope and Podcast Recovery is here to provide it. All right, everybody, thanks for joining us once again. Uh, Make sure you check out all of our social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, like, share, subscribe. For more information about us, go to podcastrecovery.com. If you want to become part of our uh, home group, please go to our Patreon and throw us a few shekels because we are uh, self-supporting and we need help keeping the mics on because they're dying.
2: Shit's still broken. Shit's
0: broken. <laughs> we are broken here and we need help, please. Uh, yes, yeah, send send <laughs> send the cavalry in form of. It's true. It's true. It's true. Um, but no, we appreciate you guys uh, listening and most importantly, everybody out there.
2: Stay safe and stay clean.